listening to Tech Central's Cars and Gadgets, the podcast that looks at the latest gizmos from smartphones to cars. Yes, cars and everything in between. I'm Duncan McLeod, and as always, I'm here with the globe-trotting Nafisa Akabor. Good to see you, Nafisa. Hi, Duncan. Good to see you. So you've just returned, speaking of globetrotting, from London, where you attended the global launch of one of the most exciting smartphone models of 2018, the Mate 20 Pro from Huawei. And uh, Huawei announced a whole raft of new phones and even a smartwatch at the event, but they're not all coming to South Africa, right? Yes, that's right. So the Mate 20 series is three phones and a whole bunch of wearables, but we are getting the Watch GT. The Watch GT? And only the Mate 20 Pro, not the 10 or X. Sorry, (laughs) it's confusing. They've got a Mate 20 X and a regular Mate 20, but we're not getting those. We're not getting those. Any reason why not? I think they just want to keep one premium phone to get the money from this market. I could be wrong. (laughs) I'm not sure. The Mate 20X was was insane. I mean, that thing is massive. What was it? It's about 7.2 inches or so. Yeah, and I I think everyone wants to come out with a gaming phone now. I'm not surprised if Samsung has that one. I've seen some rumors. Yeah, yeah. But the Mate 20, um, not bringing in the regular Mate 20, seems like a bit of an odd decision, right? Yeah, but uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think with the Mate 10 also, they only brought the Pro. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah, but they do tend to bring the light, and I think the Mate 20 light launched in South Africa a few weeks before. That's right. They launched that uh, prior to the keynote in London last week, which I thought was a bit odd as well. I also thought that was odd. But I think their light devices are also one of the best-selling. Right. So Wanted to get into the market yeah. as far ahead of Christmas as possible. Um, or even that light, not that cheap. I was looking at it on one of the online retailers the other day, and it retails for over 9,000 rand. Yeah, actually, the word light is also, it's probably just lighter than the specs on the normal premium, so yeah. that doesn't obviously translate to being cheaper. Still a very good smartphone, but yeah. um, in the South African context, very definitely mid-range. Yeah, that's true. Approaching 10K. Who thought a phone marketed as light would be approaching 10,000 rand? That's well, if you look at the standard smartphones now, 20,000 <laughs> plus minus. Or 30,000 if you're Apple. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Nafisa, Huawei is really um, on a tear, isn't it? It's really building on the momentum of the very well-respected or well-received rather P20 Pro, which was launched earlier this year. And based on your rev- review of the Mate 20 Pro, which I've just read, Uh, It seems they're uh, delivering on expectations and then some. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of excitement about this phone before it even came out. And even when they announced it, there was a lot of positive sentiment and a lot of excitement because... South Africans and well, a lot of people tend to just, they always want to wait for something better. And I think with those who are waiting, I don't know why they would have waited after the P20 Pro. But now that you look at the Mate 20 Pro specs and you're like, Mm -hmm. this is the phone to get. For sure, for sure. Now, I think regular listeners to this podcast will know that you're a big iPhone fan. (laughs) Is this phone good enough to tempt you into the world of Android? So for me, I feel like anyone can make good hardware today. It's not a difficult thing to do. It all comes down to your personal preference of uh, Android or iOS. And for me, I run my whole mail on Android, uh, sorry, on Google, and I feel like I can't put all my eggs in one basket (laughs) and this whole open system. Like, I feel like Google can't know this much about me, just (laughs) as a general thing. And I like Apple's privacy. They feel like privacy is a human right. So I like their stance. I know Google is very open about <laughs> about collecting data on you. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I'm just not into that. All right. So uh, not, It's not a really good phone. I'd, I was, I won't lie, I was tempted to put my, my main sum into it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I've had, a, I've had a, a brief look at it now for the first time. Uh, it goes on sale in South Africa later this week, I think the 1st of November. Uh, and it is gorgeous. It looks absolutely stunning. That screen is is 
amazing 6.4 inch OLED I presume Yes um, Absolutely gorgeous uh, So this is, this is a very big update to last year's Mate 10 Pro uh, it really is a major leap forward. Um, if you if you haven't considered a Huawei phone in the past, is is now the time to be considering the brand? Absolutely. Even if you weren't tempted by P20, uh, the Mate 20 definitely. Uh, yeah, they've removed the back in-screen fingerprint, which I mean, sorry, the back fingerprint to make it now a front in-screen, which is quite. Not a novelty, you know. It's the first major manufacturer to do that. To do that, yes. And uh, it well, I did have issues with it originally. Initially, I think it was just where I was and how I enrolled the fingerprint. But after a bit of issues, I deleted it and put it in again, and it's working perfectly fine. Mm. But, yeah, aside from the in-screen fingerprint, I like the symmetrical design. It's, it fits nice in the hand. And the four, the back, you can't call it four cameras because it's three cameras, but there is a flash that sort of gives it that look of four mm. in the back. It's all symmetrical, and, um, yeah, it's slim in the hand. It's When you compare it to the Galaxy Note 9, it's uh, much thinner. <laughs> By much, you can... Uh-huh. It's a, f- a few inches, a a centimeters, <laughs> a millimeter, sorry, but you can tell. Yeah. With the curved edges also make a difference. I was wondering if a 6.4 inch screen was going to be, uh, it was going to be too big, but I'm just holding it in my hand here and it's, it's actually the right size because of it's, it's quite tall. Um, and. That ratio, that, uh, screen to edge thing. It's, yeah. it's, it's like, yeah. I mean, my hands are reasonably sized. Um, I think if you've got small hands, you might struggle a bit. But it's um, it's a nice size. I, I think 6.4 inches is, is, a new, is the new sweet spot. Yeah, it works in that context because um, when I hold it also, it is big, but it's not uncomfortable where I feel like it's mm. going to slip out of my hand. Slightly on the heavy side maybe, but but not not excessively so. It's, I think it's, it's 189 grams. 189, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah, they've crept up a bit over the years as they've put more and more technology into it. And I think the wireless uh, charging and the larger battery obviously contribute quite a lot to that weight. Yeah, even though the processor is getting tiny. <laughs> yes, yes. The batteries unfortunately aren't. That's the one area of smartphones where the technology is not improving. Mm. But it feels great in the hand. It's a really, really beautiful phone. This We've got the Twilight model here. If you've seen the Twilight coloring on the P20 Pro, it kind of graduates... Uh, I don't know what you'd call it from a... On like an ombre effect. Yeah, from, from purple, purple to purple blue. purple to blue. Um, I guess it does kind of look like the sky looks uh, a bit after sunset. Um, but it's a gorgeous, gorgeous device. So let's, let's uh, talk about this phone's standout features. The camera system must surely be at the top of the list. Yeah, I think they really put all the effort and really banking on that camera with like its ultra-wide built-in. I think previously it was just the LG V40 that has an ultra-wide lens, but we're not sure if that's coming here. So it's a really good option for people who like the wide-angle photos. Yeah. Um, the battery is massive. Yeah, so 4,200 milliamp hours. That's, yeah. That's, I think, bigger than what uh, a Samsung shoehorned into that um, famous, infamously exploding, what was it, the Note 7? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and um, it doesn't add too much to the weight. But uh, the battery life, or what do you find with uh, well, daily use? Well, um, it lasts throughout the day. If I'm not using GPS all the time, uh, I get like 40% by the evening, which is quite good. Yeah. Um, you don't need a battery pack. Like, I haven't been actually carrying one. It's just I, I know that I can rely on it because I hotspot from it as well. So I'm really using it intensively. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had an issue. I never once felt, oh, I'm going to run out of battery. Let me just grab a cable. Yeah. So that that's always a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I just put it next to my Samsung Galaxy S8 here, and it's um, it's actually not that much bigger. It's the same width. Yeah. And uh, maybe half a centimeter taller. Yeah. Yeah. So the, so the S9 obviously is more on powered. The S9 Plus. S9 Plus. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But it's it's very very nice. So you've played around with the cameras. Um, 
what have you? What did you? In fact, I think you went on a tour around London to to, to take yes. photography. <laughs> what what uh, what impressed you most about these cameras? So well, although the night mode is not new from last year, it's still a very good uh, night mode on any smartphone that yep. I've used. You go into that specific mode, and it, you can just see gradually how it takes the shot within like four to five seconds, and it brightens the whole thing up. It's just, and it's not grainy, so I really still like the night mode, but also the ultra wide angle. Like normally, if I want to get everything in a shot, I I move like, <laughs> I walk a few steps back, or not a few, quite a bit, you know, to get the whole building in the shot. I found with this, you don't really have to do that, and I've been taking two sets of photos, one um, without the ultra-wide and one with just to notice a difference. It's just so amazing. Mm-hmm. It's like really, I hate the word game-changer, <laughs> but it actually is. There's nothing else like it, well, that I've seen or used. So can you take photos with all three rear cameras at the same time, or do you switch between them in the software? In the software, you have to switch between them. There's a little slider that you can go 0.6, which is uh, ultra-wide angle, and then regular one is normal. And then when you go to three and five, it, it zooms in and uses the other lenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So would you go as far as to say this is the best camera set up in a smartphone at the moment? Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing better like, out there. Oh uh, well, if you look at the night mode alone, there's nothing. It, there's no competition. Mm-hmm. Like every time I travel, I've, I take the P20 with me, the P20 Pro, and now I think I'm just going to take the Mate 20 Pro. Yeah. For the night shots, it's just and also the ultra wide. And the front-facing camera, that's a 20 megapixel. 24. 24. So it's also similar to iPhone 10 set up with the 30,000 dot to read your face for facial unlocking and a whole bunch of little things going on there. But it's really good as a selfie cam. I mean, I don't like taking a lot of selfies, but it's a good front-facing camera as well. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. So um, we'll have more on that in, in the review on, on Tech Central. But um, one, thing, one thing I wanted to touch on just before we move on from the cameras is uh, uh, you mentioned there's something called an AI color mode, which allows you to shoot video where the subject is in color and the rest is in black and white? Yeah, that's actually quite amazing to see because it's also like a first time I've seen it natively on a smartphone. Yeah, so the, you can see the AI in use. Uh, I did it in London while I was sitting on the tube um, and, and just general usage. You you fire up the camera, you go into the... It's only in a video mode, by the way. You can't take stills with it. Um, you move the camera, you make a video, and it fixes on the human subject keeps it in color and makes everything black and white. So you can move the camera around, get a nice video, like I was videoing a guy playing an instrument, a Scottish guy, and I moved it around. It came back and he he was the only bit on the whole video that was in color. Mm-hmm. So that's like the AI working in real time, you know? And I didn't find any, like, it wasn't too buggy. It, it worked fine. Was like, there any color bleed or anything like that? Uh, I the didn't notice, but his musical instrument was not in color. <laughs> he was holding it and playing it, but just his body was in color. Oh, well, that's impressive. So it was yeah. able to differentiate between yes, him and his Yes, that's exactly what it does. Very, very it can clever. remove you from the, from the background. Mm. Yeah. And presumably with software updates, um, and then there will be software updates for this device, they'll be able to improve the quality of that AI technology. Yeah, sure. And also one more thing on the camera I didn't mention. The macro shots, you can go really close now, 2.5 centimeters. Like on your standard iPhone XS Max and um, Samsung Note 9s, you, I think it's like 8 centimeters, they say, that you mm-hmm. can do your macro shots. With this, you can go really close. Two and a half, that's, that's really nice. I've yeah. been doing a lot of macro photography with my DSLR lately, and I, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. So yeah. I great mean, to I've be able to do that sort of stuff on a smartphone. Yeah, I've taken uh, flowers that are smaller than my thumbnail, and <laughs> they look great. Does it work on all three cameras, or do you have to be in a specific camera to do that? I th- and, uh, no, it's just on the standard mode. It automatically detects which one. If you go close to it, it'll, uh, it's clever enough to know that you're doing macro and uses the right lens. Oh, right. Yeah. That's very cool. That's very cool. 
So this phone uses the new Huawei Chiron 980 system on a chip, and this includes, as you mentioned, two NPUs or neural processing cores. Yeah. Uh, what, what does all this mean at the end of the day? I mean, this is the new latest silicon from, from Huawei. They do their own. Many other manufacturers rely on Qualcomm. Um, does it give them any advantages? Uh, does the um, having two NPUs built into this thing um, allow Huawei to do stuff that other phone manufacturers can't? Absolutely. I think uh, the well, the one NPU is for the AI tasks, and the one keeps it efficient and allows you to do a whole lot without the phone stuttering. Mm-hmm. So it's completely noticeable. Like if you go into your gallery, I have now over 2,000 images. If I have to search London, it'll pull up all my London instantaneously. Although I must say, I searched cat, and I have loads of cat photos, and it's not picking up my cat. But <laughs> I don't know why. But like the searching and for using it in real time, it's it's good. Like that uh, the color AI mode we just spoke about now, mm-hmm. you can really see it working in real time. Like it's not there's no lag, so you know that this thing is working in the background. Yeah, cats. They uh, <laughs> <laughs> impossible to control the things. Um, they have a mind of their own, so I'm not surprised the software can't uh, pick it up. <laughs> yeah, I know it's quite terrible though. My cat being black and oh, certain filters that, no, that don't work on him, <laughs> and they work on other cats on the web. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, emu- I don't know how to pronounce this. Mui, mui, emui, I emui, say. yeah, E-M-U-I. emotion user interface, emotion user interface on top of Android nine Pi. Um, I must say I've never really liked uh, EMUI. I always felt it was a bit of a cheap clone of iOS. Uh, has it improved in version 9 or does it feel, still yeah. feel like a bit of a cheap iPhone knockoff? Initially, I also didn't like it for that reason. It was too much of a copy f- of iOS. Mm. But uh, they have definitely improved. And um, because there's no front home screen button or any button, they, there's now gestures that are very similar to iPhone 10 where you s- hold it up and you switch between your apps. Yeah. You have to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's nice. But I did find a few software bugs randomly saying you need uh, some high sense, high vision error rather. High vision, what's that? Yeah, uh, it's, it's related to the high vision camera that can read stuff so I don't know whether I'm missing com- some kind of software or uh, an add-on but I, well, I get OCR, that randomly OCR uh, optical character recognition or something yeah, like that I think it's maybe, related to that maybe there's some text in the picture it's trying to interpret probably but uh, for the most part it, it looks fine I mean it doesn't bother me anymore mm-hmm. that it doesn't okay sure they did try and copy iOS for a lot of things but it's it's more much more polished than the previous versions okay okay yeah. I'll, l- I'll look forward to trying it out and um, new gestures and an app lock? Oh, yes, that app lock. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I can lock any app, all apps. Like if I don't want other people to get into the phone, like a lot of people want to play with this phone and see it. So I've managed to lock my emails and social accounts and stuff. So if you want to play with it, you totally can. But if you try and open my Twitter, for example, you can't get in. I need to. It's controlled with my fingerprint or my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I really like that feature. I so wish some, all phones had that. So some naughty journal on your Twitter <laughs> can't uh, tweet things. Exactly. <laughs> Aki, are you listening? <laughs> oh, was he trying to do that? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking Toby Shabtek, but uh, um, So app lock. Yeah, I actually use Dashlane, uh, which is a password manager on my phone, to, oh, to yeah? do that sort of app locking feature. But it's nice. It's built into the operating system. Yeah, it's, it's really good. And you mentioned their uh, new interesting gestures as well. Yeah, it's, it was relating to the um, swiping because there's no home screen button, the one that I just covered. Yeah, switching between the apps and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's those. So is that an Android thing or is that a Huawei thing? Could be a, it could be an Android 9 thing. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I think they've introduced um, a, a lot of new features. I haven't even played, played with a phone that has Android 9 on it yet. Um, well, I mean, if you have an Android 9 device that has a home button, yeah, then what do you do? So I'm not sure whether these gestures are Huawei. Mm. 
not sure, not sure. We'll have to check it out. Yeah. So, um, 1st of November, that's uh, two days away. That's right. From our recording date. It'll be in store everywhere by then? or is Yeah, it should be everywhere, mm. even take lots, yeah. uh, like the networks and retailers. And I believe you have some bad news about the color options. <laughs> yeah, so... Because um, I really want the emerald green. I also loved the emerald green, uh, but we're only getting the black and this twilight ombre color in South Africa. That's mm. it. And, bec- and this is because the operators don't want the... Yeah, I think it's something about... I always hear this from all the manufacturers. The operators don't like bringing in different colors for some reason. Which is ironic because uh, the new iPhone XR, all six colors are, <laughs> are here. Well, that's like, what's up with that? That's because Apple tells the operators what they will do, whereas oh. in the Android world, the operators tell the manufacturers what they'll do. Okay. I, I hate it, actually. I, mean, I also. The emerald green one looks absolutely beautiful, and they're it not is. bringing it here. That's, that would be the color I'd go for. Me too. But because now I'm so anti-black, so I'd say get the twilight. Yeah, well, I think that's the only other option, yeah. uh, unless you want to be boring and go for the black. So they're not even yeah. bringing in the blue one. No, surprisingly. Like blue is like a safe color if that's what yeah. the network operators think. I mean, I don't yeah. know why they... They brought in the blue P20 Pro. Why not yeah. the blue version of that? But the green one looks gorgeous. Oh, come, yeah. on, come on, operators. Uh, if you're listening, bring a green one. <laughs> you think one of them would break rank and uh, say, well, we'll have this one um, to differentiate. Yeah. yeah. Maybe potentially Tech Lot would be the one to bring the different colors. Mm, maybe. Possibly. Maybe. Because, yeah, they're sort of independent. Yeah. Problem buying through take a lot is you have to pay cash. You can't get it through a contract, yeah. as far as I know. But um, yeah, it's a bit of a disappointment. Although that twilight, uh, that twilight color is quite quite yeah. nice. It's not so it's not so differential anymore because of course it was in the P20 Pro. Mm. Uh, but it's not a bad not a bad option. Yeah, it, it's slightly darker than the P20 shade, but it, oh, it's it? still pretty. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also one more thing about the dual SIM I want to mention. Um, Telcom and Celsi are carrying the dual SIM versions. Obviously not Vodacom and MTN. Vodacom and MTN. They really are allergic to dual SIM phones, aren't they? Yeah. I don't know. You think they're scared of, they'd be, they are scared of competition or something? Yeah, but what if a consumer legitimately wants to use this new nano SD card slot that Huawei made, which is the same size as a SIM card, a nano SIM? Oh, oh, that's right. You need to yeah. the, the memory card. What's the format called again? It's a nano SD card. Then SD, yeah. ND or N- Oh yes, sorry, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, but like what? Proprietary if Huawei format. Yeah. Um, yeah. What if you want to do that? Uh, it's not clear yet whether the non-dual SIM versions will have a have some memory card yeah. slot instead of. I'm curious SIM. about that actually to see what uh, mm. Vodacom will run or MTN. Yeah, we'll know in the next few days. Mm. But it's disappointing that the big operators don't bring in dual SIM devices here. What are they scared of? Yeah, I mean, what if we all? S- but then, uh, speaking about that, I I heard apparently Vodacom. And MTN were working on the eSIM, so so how would that work? Because Apple told them to. Yes, but then <laughs> if they if they allow the eSIM, then the consumer can put any other SIM, so they might as well just give in and, and sell the dual SIM. Mm. Like it doesn't make sense to me if you're anti dual SIM, but you are working on eSIM. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But then this is Apple. I think they make a fortune yes. out of selling Apple devices. So and yeah, they like you said, they tell the operators what to and do. And they tell the operators what to do. Um, yeah, so if they want to sell phones, they just have to. Hmm. Hmm. Catch a wake up Vodacom MTN. So yeah, Dealsome we've spoken about. Um Oh and uh, it's now minimum six gigabyte RAM and hundred and twenty eight gig storage. Last year's was sixty four on this on the Hundred and twenty eight. Are there bigger yeah, versions yeah. are there bigger versions available as well in terms uh, of storage? I think they might one? Uh, I've only heard of this. I think there could be a 256. I'm not sure. Mm. Yeah, but uh, for 18999, it's the standard 128 gig one. For an Android phone, 128 is actually more than enough. Yeah, I mean, also, I think you use Google Photos. If you're also backing up to the yeah. cloud, you don't really need exactly. 
I mean, my phone also is 256, and I'm not even using like mm. I'm using less than half. I suppose if you're shooting in RAW, which I'm sure that camera oh, can yes. do, uh, and you're not backing it up to the cloud, then yeah. And if you're doing high-res videos, like 4K and that kind of thing. Mm. Mm. But For I mean, sure. who does that? <laughs> I mean, regular <laughs> consumers, yeah. sorry, <laughs> aren't really going to be shooting in 4K. Although a lot of people are going to sh- want to shoot in RAW, I suspect, but p- yeah. particularly sort of prosumer photographers. Yes. So, 128 gig. But it should be enough if you back up. And I think yeah, most and most people, if you are a Google Photos is free to back up, uh, but you're not getting the highest quality, of course. You can't back up raw to Google Photos. Alternatively, just plug it into your uh, computer or hard drive and just it's copy it copy across. It. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if it's that important, you would yeah. do that. Yeah. I actually back up all my photos. Everything goes to Google Photos mm. from my phone, but I also auto back up all my photos to Microsoft OneDrive. Oh, yeah. Um, through their app, and um, it just does it automatically. So everything is backed yeah. up all the time. Yeah, my phone as well. Uh, mm. I think every night at midnight it backs up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm on a, on a huge contract, a data contract um, on my plan, so I. Uh, you can do it at any time. I just do it all the time. Take a photo, yeah. it auto uploads. Uh, That's not, good. Not sure what that does to battery life, but uh, it does it. Yeah. It did give me lots of warnings, though, when I set it up. Are you yeah. sure you want to do this? This could eat away at your mobile plan. I don't care. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so pricing, how much is this thing going to cost? Yeah, eight, uh, 19000 Okay, so it's in the same ballpark as the Samsung Galaxy Note 9. Yeah. Um, but Huawei has announced that they're giving away the Huawei Watch GT, which is valued, they say, at 5,500 Rand, I think to the first 500 pre-orders. Yes, that's correct. Um, so if you want if you want this phone and you want the watch too, you better get in soon. Um, did you play with the Huawei watch while you were in London? Uh, I did not, unfortunately, but I, I heard good things, especially about the battery life. Yeah. Like it can last 14 days if you're not super active and you're not using the GPS. I was very interested that they ditched Android Wear for their own yeah. OS. So, yeah, that's also, I wonder if that's a good idea or if the next version will be with Android Wear. Well, I think they, they they did that to get the battery life because... Yes, of, actually, that's the reason, <laughs> the battery life. Android Wear would d- drain it in a day, whereas this allows them to... Keeping it light. Yeah, keeping it light. But uh, if you're running, it apparently can do, if you're running a marathon, then like, it can do your 22 hours coverage. Of the, of it GPS. Will last, yeah, <clears throat> on one battery life. That's very good. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, this is not um, an advanced sports watch, so no. you, you're not going to get this if you're a... Pro athlete, or you, you know, you want to. If, if you want to, if you're a pro athlete, you're going to want to use a Sunto or a Garmin. Mm. But if you're a weekend warrior who likes to do park runs, this is more than adequate, right? Yeah, and even if you don't run, who wouldn't want two weeks of battery life? Yeah, and it's a nice looking watch, I must say, from yeah. the pictures I've seen. Yeah, even their previous watches, they've always been um, good with that. Mm. Mm. I think the proof will be in the pudding, though. We'd have to test it out and see. How usable it is without Android Wear. Yeah. Great. Any other thoughts on the Huawei Mate 20 Pro? Um, it's a good phone. Like I said, I've put both my SIM cards in. It goes everywhere with me. I haven't needed to carry a power bank. I really like it. Yeah. 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 I think I'm going to get one. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Finally decided. Ever since the leaks. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, we've got the big Apple keynote uh, a bit later today on the day we're recording, uh, where the new iPads are going to be announced. So I suspect it's going to be an expensive month for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've also seen that they're not going to have a home button, but that's for another episode. <laughs> yeah, lots of uh, lots of rumors and speculation about what's going to be in those new iPads, but it, it, they are looking like they're going to be very, very good indeed. Yeah. Looking forward to the new Apple Pencil as well. But yes, that can be the subject of a future podcast. Thank you for listening to the Cars and Gadgets podcast. Remember, you can subscribe to the show in your favorite podcatcher by searching Tech Central, one word, and hitting that subscribe button on the Cars and Gadgets podcast, or any of Tech Central's podcasts for that matter. 
We're now also available on Spotify. So, from Nafisa Akabo and myself, Duncan McLeod, until we meet again, happy gadgeting and cheers. Bye.